Save big money now on new siding from LP Smart Side at Menards. Update and beautify your home with your choice of 13 timeless colors of pre-finished engineered siding. It's durable and includes a Sherwin-Williams factory finish paint warranty that means no painting for years to come. View our entire selection of siding from LP Smart Side today. And don't forget to check out our flyer on Menards.com for all the great deals happening now. Save big money at Menards. The Cannon Fire Podcast is powered by PewterReport.com. Make sure you go check them out if you haven't already. That's pewterreport.com. Plenty of great stories by great people about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Your number one source and official partner of the Cannon Fire Podcast, pewterreport.com. To start somewhere, it has to start sometime. What better place than here? 15 what seconds left, ready to go to the snap. Winston looking, looking, looking. Fade route, far sideline. It is caught ball. It touchdown, Tampa Bay. Touchdown, Chris Godwin. Touchdown, Tampa Bay. Bucks lead. Fire them cannons. Bucks take the lead late with nine seconds left. Here on the Cannon Fire Podcast, we normally like to open up the show with a joke, uh, something regarding the past week in Bucks news, something that's relevant to make you laugh, but today, unfortunately, is, is not an episode where we can do that. Today, we faced one of the biggest tragedies this nation has seen, and something that we've seen far too often, if we're being quite frank here. Today, in southern Florida, a school shooting occurred. And last I checked, at least 17 fatalities in that school shooting in Parkland, Florida. Right now, we're going to take a moment of silence here at the beginning of the show. And it's rough. But let's take a moment of silence for all those, the families, all those affected in Parkland, Florida here today. Thank you very much. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Cannon Fire Podcast, episode 22, here on YouTube and iTunes, powered by Pewter Report. Glad to say that now. Speaking of big news, guys, if you hadn't heard already, Bucks football, Mr. Evan, right here, was able to strike a deal with one of the best sources in Bucks news on the internet, anywhere, really. That is Pewter Report. So now, since, you know, Evan is Mr. Bucks football, the Cannon Fire Podcast is kind of in that love triangle so now it now it's a really cool partnership thing we've got going on evan if you want to jump into a little more in depth and and tell the people what's going on man exciting news um yeah for sure uh, thanks a lot um you know this is something that that came up shortly after the season had ended um it was something that um i was i was approached about and we just we talked for a little while and uh we were able to, to work out something. So basically what's going to be happening is you're going to be seeing uh, me talk about Pew Report uh, a bit more. Um, you know, they, they do great articles there. You know, Trevor Sigma comes out with his cover three every week. Scott Reynolds comes out with his Pat Five. Mark Cook comes out with his uh, Pew Report mailbag. Um, and, and you'll be seeing me advertise those 
um, along with getting fans to just discuss, you know, on my page to discuss what was said in, in their articles. Um, we thought that we wanted the, the fan interaction to be uh, bigger, and we think that, that this this is going to uh, boost both um, Pewter for and my page in turn. Uh, you're going to be seeing some of my stuff every now and then uh, on pewterreport.com and uh, in their podcast, which is the Pewter Nation podcast. So uh, very exciting stuff. Um, there's there's some more stuff that could possibly happen, um, but I can't really reveal that now, and it won't be for a couple months anyway. So, uh, yeah, but other than that, I'm very excited, to, uh, very excited to announce it and very excited to start. Big things happening here in the culture of the fan for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. A lot of good things happening, man, lately. Um, you know, the guys at What the Buck, they have their tailgate every year. And everything that's happened the past couple of years, I've noticed that a lot of a lot of fan service being done by the fans more than anything. You know, we don't raise ticket prices on you like some people, but those people shall not be named. But anyways, guys, let's get into some Bucks football. It's been slow. we got to be quite frank and honest with you. It has been a slow couple of weeks in Bucks football. We do have a couple of highlights to talk about that occurred over the past week or so. And one of the biggest things we're going to jump into right off the bat is free agency. Everybody's talking about it. Not a lot has been done, but you're starting to see the trades shape up. And we should we should be in room for uh for some pretty big things happening around the league, but let's talk about free agency and the Bucks really quick. Let's start with something realistic. We're not going to start with Le'Veon Bell because I know a lot of people like that discussion. Let's start with something that maybe we could wrap our heads around first. Because if Le'Veon Bell flew into Tampa and that deal was made... If you told me a week from now that deal was made, I would call you a liar. But I don't know. The NFL is a crazy place. Anyways, let's talk about the Bucks and free agency. Something we had talked about a little bit earlier, at least that I had seen in the group chat that we are in. Mike Glennon. Words going around that he's going to be released from the Bears and the Bucks, a very real possibility. Uh, like you said, if the money is right, what could happen there, potentially? Mike Lennon coming back to Tampa. Well, you know, I mean, this is just a hunch of mine uh, um, and just, you know, what I've heard from Dirk Cutter over the past two years, three years, that uh, Mike Lennon was Dirk Cutter's backup. Uh, you know, did they love him there? Um, and... It just so happened that, you know, Mike got his chance to start in Chicago, and you can't blame him. Um, but especially since, I mean, Jason Light loves him, or, or else he wouldn't have offered him $8 million to stay, uh, which would have made him one of the highest paid backups, excuse me, uh, in the NFL. And now that he's expected to be cut after a not too good season, and the Bucks need a backup quarterback possibly with life attachments maybe retiring, maybe coming back, maybe he's being a free agent and then the uncertainty of Ryan Griffin because he has not yet played an NFL snap um, I think the Bucks could look to Mike Lennon who is a familiar face, um, he knows the system, I don't think he'd be too expensive, I think he likes Tampa, and like I said, Dirk Butter James Winston, Jason Light, they all love him there uh, and I think, you know, with this suspension possibly looming over James Winston, uh, we haven't heard a single thing about it. Um, you know, with it possibly maybe being, maybe he gets slapped with a four-game suspension. Are you going to throw Ryan Griffin out there? Uh, no, I would hope, I would hope not. Um, maybe it's for Ryan Fitzpatrick. 
player who did decent last year. He did a good job. He did his job, but uh, I think they'd be more comfortable with Mike Glenn. Now, if Glenn is asking for, you know, like $8 million and for the Packers to ask him for three, the Bucks are going to re-sign this Packers. But if the money's similar, if they're both asking for four a year or so, I think they would choose Mike Glenn. Now, you had brought up Ryan Fitzpatrick. You know, obviously, he's the guy who can get the job done. He won a couple of games for us this past season. But something we got to think about, man, Fitz is getting a little old. He, he's getting kind of up there, getting some getting some gray hair in the beard. Do you think Fitzmagic, say the deal with Glennon doesn't happen, do you think Fitzmagic stays another season? And for whatever reason, if we needed him, he'd be able to produce? And if the deal isn't done, you think he'd retire? Or you think he'd go... Go for one last ride and get another team. I I, I think the the Bucks like Fitzpatrick, and I think it's mostly because of what he did in that three game stretch uh, versus the Jets, versus the Dolphins, and then versus the Falcons. Uh, he went two and one during that time, and yes, the Jets and Dolphins weren't very good opponents, but he did what he needed to do. Uh, not many turnovers, uh, you know, made some smart plays, and that's not what Ryan Fitzpatrick's known for. So I think he definitely thrives in the backup role, and I think the Bucks definitely know that. So, I mean, they want him. They would like him back. Uh, that, that's what I do know. Um, whether he decides to retire or not, I don't think he will. But I, I think I think ultimately the backup quarterback for the Bucks is going to be either Ryan Fitzpatrick or Mike Glennon. Um, maybe, you know, I think uh, it's a possibility they bring in uh, – they, they signed Fitzpatrick to another one-year deal and have him compete with Ryan Griffin again. Um, that's a real possibility as well. So uh, you never really know. Um, but uh, I, I do know that, that they have confidence in Fitzpatrick if he needed to go in. And uh, speaking of Ryan Griffin, man, he's always been a guy that I liked. we got to see here and be honest. Oh, yeah, see him yeah. and Ryan Fitzpatrick compete again. I'd really like to see Ryan Griffin get a little more reps in this season. Obviously, last season... Uh, he was injured in the preseason, wasn't able to play for pretty much all season. I don't think he got a single snap in the regular season. No. Nope. Preseason came out, looked pretty good, and I've come to like him. It could be because of hard knocks. You know, he did have a little more of a highlight on the show. But I think he's just always been a solid guy who's never been given a, a true a true college try. You know what I mean? I don't think he's ever been in a situation where he's under pressure and it's time to prove himself. I'd like to see him try at least once. I'm not saying give him the start week one, obviously, but, you know, the way well, things pan I, out, you never know what could happen. That's what the Bucks may have to do, though. Um, they may have to turn to their backup quarterback week one because quarterback James Winston may very well not be available. Um, and, you know, I, I think that that's a case where you may see if James Winston is suspended by the NFL for, let's say, four games or so, um, you, may, you may see James Winston play in the fourth preseason game. Uh, just because it would be almost, I mean, because after the preseason, you take a week off, and then there's a regular season opener. It would be almost six weeks, and maybe even a bye week, and then it would be seven weeks until when James Wins would be throwing a football again. I don't think the Bucks want that. I think they, if if they know that a suspension is coming, if it's been already said that it's a four-game suspension, five-game suspension, whatever, I think the minimum he's going to get is four, if he gets anything. Um, the maximum is probably six, um, but it, it could be a while. And I, I think, you know, it is a risk, but I think they, 
they need to have Jameis uh, possibly play that fourth preseason game if they know a suspension is happening. Um, you know, you talk about Griffin getting the old college try. I mean, they've tried to develop in the past three seasons or so. Um, he's been the third quarterback, I believe, three seasons. I believe this is going to be his fourth season with the team. Um, and, you know, it's been bad luck. It just hasn't worked out. But also, I mean, you know, he's behind Mike Glennon. And Mike Glennon was always really the backup. Like, everybody knew he was pretty much the backup. And, uh, and then... You know, he gets behind Ryan Fitzpatrick and gets the chance to compete, does decent, and then gets injured. Um, you know, and, and who knows what Ryan Griffin would have done in the rest of the preseason. Because honestly, Griffin looked better in the preseason than Fitzpatrick. But as we know, Fitzpatrick did very well in the regular season. It was it was a pretty good uh, switch. Uh, he, he turned the switch in the, in the regular season. Oh, yeah. Uh, he turned he turned it on because in the preseason and in training camp, he, he did not look good. He, he didn't look interested in playing football and ryan griffin was out there just busting his you know busting his balls and um just trying to trying to get himself to to get to where he wants to be and unfortunate injury so i think he'll get a shot no matter who the backup quarterback that he bring in whether it's patrick glenn uh, he'll get his shot but i don't know if the bucks want a guy with zero nfl regular season experience starting week one in a season that's very important for the futures of Dirk cutter and jason light oh yeah very well put. Now, taking a look back at free agency as we brought up Mike Glennon, a possibility. But another possibility and something we've seen looming, former Tampa Bay Buccaneers, definitely the spotlight this offseason. LeGarrette Blunt just won a Super Bowl, so I'm going to be honest with you. I highly doubt he's going to go anywhere. But he did win a Super Bowl two years ago with the Patriots, and he was gone a couple of weeks later. Let's talk about this really quick. You've got Aqib Tlaib and Michael Bennett, really the two front runners for that position, like I said, LeGarrette Blunt. I don't think he's going to go anywhere. Michael Bennett well, uh, and Aqib Tlaib. Last I had seen, the Broncos were out shopping Aqib Tlaib and was it Michael Crabtree, I believe? It was um, Emmanuel Sanders. Emmanuel Sanders. There it is. My bad. I'm tired, buddy. Um, <laughs> they were shopping Aqib Tlaib. Really didn't get very much interest for him. It's still looking like it's still looking like things might add up and he could get cut and head into free agency. But the last I had read, the Broncos had uh, been shopping around Aqib Tlaib not gaining much interest. Michael Bennett really haven't heard too much about him in the free agency race. But again, a very real possibility. If you've got to bring one of those guys back, if not both. How about this? How, how are you feeling about this whole situation? Do you bring those guys back and give them one more shot? Uh, do you bring any of them back? Do you just forget it? I mean, how are you feeling? I know they are both getting a little up there in age. Well, I mean, you know, and just to add to it to a point, um, as you know, as some of the people know, I, I do live in Philly. Um, I live near Philly, at least. And, you know, it's a Super Bowl thing. It's been horrible. But um, I was going to pray for I, you. you. Know. We should have should have had an extra <laughs> moment of silence for you at the beginning of the show. How How is that going, by the way, up there with the the Super Bowl championship atmosphere. Is it a different town, or is it the same old shit? It's not good. Well, if you're a Bucks fan, it's not good. Um, you know, so. Um, but, you know, I, I you know I watch a lot of Eagles games, watch them throughout the playoffs, watch the Super Bowl, and I can I can tell you I think LeGarrette Blount's going to go. Um, really? Corey Clement stepped up in the Super Bowl, um, and I just think that LeGarrette Blount is going to be the odd man out in that backfield. So I think all three of them are going to be free agents. Now, do I think the Bucks pursue any of them? Eh, probably not Blunt. 
uh, I think, you know, I think they want to get younger at running back, not not older, because, you know, LeGarrette Blount's older than Doug Martin is. So um, I don't think they want to go older. Um, but Michael Bennett is a possibility. Um, you know, he, he hasn't been cut yet, so you can't say for sure that, you know, he's going to get signed or he's going to sign with anybody because he's still a member of the Seahawks right now. Um, it's a possibility he stays. It's a possibility he gets cut. Um, I think it's almost a certainty a key to leave gets cut. Um, I think Tlaib's a, a good player, but he is getting up there in age. If I were to sign one of them or both of them, or maybe all three, I'd sign them to one-year deals, maybe two-year deals, two years at most. And I'd load all the money into the first year. And then I would have either a team option in the second year or, or something like that and a bunch of incentives because, I mean, these guys, yes, they had great careers and stuff, but they're towards the end of their careers. I mean, let's be real. They only got probably two, three more productive years left. And, I mean, all three are positions of need and would definitely help the Bucks. I mean, Michael Bennett would definitely be an upgrade over any Bucks defensive end they had last year. Um, and Akeem Talib would be an upgrade um, over – I don't really want to say Brent Grimes because I think Grimes and Tlaib are about on the same level now. If you would ask me that two years ago, I probably would have said Tlaib's better, but I think now they're probably on the same level. Um, but, you know, Keith Tlaib's definitely better than Ryan Smith or in the Hargraves, Robert McLean. So is it a possibility? Yes. Do I think it happens? They got to get cut first for, for me to, to really have it a opinion first i do think the lead gets cut i do think blunt walks in free agency i don't know about bennett i got you man so i see the way you're looking at it these guys you know like you said it hasn't happened yet but these guys get cut bucks pick them up it's a short term solution they are positions of need these guys are getting a little older but here's a here's a question and something we can talk about really quick more specifically regarding Aqib Tlaib, you look at the guy in the cornerback position, he's been, a, I would say he's been a solid top 10 corner at least the past couple of years. You look at Aqib Tlaib and you look at a guy like Brent Grimes. Brent Grimes is someone that, honestly, when we picked him up, I didn't expect him to come in and contribute nearly enough as he has been. The guy deserves to be paid, and if he wants to play one more year, uh, I am all for it because he is that talented. You don't think Aqib Tlaib, with his... With his uh, with his talent, could come in and perform like that for a couple of years? Uh, I, I it, do. It definitely wouldn't I, be a Darrell Rivas situation. Let's be honest here. <laughs> no, no, but I mean, I do think that the uh, it's tough because everybody's body is different. Brent Grimes' body, it seems like he's going to play forever, you know? Um, oh, yeah. Brent Grimes doesn't seem to slow down. Because he's on the uh, the TB twelve diet plan, he just drinks three glasses of water a day. He, he uh, I well, apparently Miko cooks him a lot of good stuff. Um, <laughs> uh, you know that that's what in the in his opening press conference in free agency when he came to the Bucks, he said, you know, somebody asked him, "You're thirty three years old." He was thirty three at the time, or whatever, and uh, they said, you know, how is how you keep doing this? He said, well, first thing is eating good, and my wife makes this and that, so. Um, but everybody's body's different, so I can't say that Aqib Tlaib would come in and have the same production as Brent Grimes because Aqib Tlaib and Brent Grimes, they're two, to- they're two different guys. Um, I mean, do I think Tlaib would be all right? Yeah, definitely, and he would be an upgrade over anybody that they had last year uh, besides Grimes. But I, I can't 
you know, I don't think the Bucks can bank. I mean, you can hope, but you can't bank on a keep to leave being the next Frank Grimes. You can't for the put Bucks. all your and, you can't put all your chips in one pile because no, like you brought up, these I mean, guys. It, it's a harsh truth, but these guys they are old. Yeah, I mean, just because okay, let's say you resign Brent Grimes and then you sign a keep to leave, just because you did that does not mean you don't get another corner at all. You, I would, I would sign, I would re-sign Brent Grimes, and if you sign a keep to leave, I'm not saying I would, I'm not saying I wouldn't, but if you do, I would either, I'd look to sign either a young guy that's been lost in the shuffle, like T.J. Carey from the Raiders, I really like, um, Aaron Colvin from the Jaguars, I really like them two guys, uh, I, I like Kendall Fuller, and I like, uh, or Kyle Fuller, excuse me, and I, I like, um, can't remember his name really. Ah, crap! It'll get to me then. Um, uh, you know, but also in the draft, uh, you know, you can't ignore it in the draft. So, uh, if you do sign to leave, you have to either add one more guy through free agency or through the draft. You can't just ignore it and just just hope that, that you know um, that's good enough because you know it, it can't be good enough. And you know, here's the Pewter Report plug. Uh, Scott Reynolds put out a, a, a Fab Five a few weeks ago. It said Light must assume the worst. You know, and it said uh, Jason Light must assume this and that. Jason Light must assume this. Uh, I was like, Jason Light must assume that Gerald McCoy will never reach, uh, uh, you know, never get over six sacks again. He must assume that James Winston will never hit Deshaun Jackson deep. He must assume that. Um, you know, the Bucks kicking problems will never be solved, and that's how you got to go into the offseason. Because if you assume, oh, yeah, they're going to be fine, you're not going to do anything about it. So if, if you assume, oh, man, this is horrible, and this is our need, you, you're going to go hard after it. So I think it's a really important part. Um, but, you know, back to the subject, um, yeah, it, it, it's tough. It's a real luck. It's a real roll of the dice. With with a key sleeve, and as it was with Brent Grimes, I got you. Now we're gonna kind of wrap up free agency talks here. We have some more Bucks news to close out the show, but let's let's tackle one more big discussion floating around the free agency pool, and it's something that I think we need to put a stop to, and it's something that I am seeing too much of. It's something that I'm sure you're seeing too much of. And it's just a ridiculous, boneheaded. It's one of the dumbest things that I've seen come out of the Bucks fan base in a while. With all due respect, I love all the fans of the Bucks. Everybody loves everybody because right now the Bucks suck, and Bucks fans were all we got. But let's take a step back and look at this for a minute. And I hope some of you guys who are on this train realize just how dumb you sound. The point I'm trying to make is that Kirk Cousins is not going to come to Tampa. I just don't see the need. I don't see why you would push that much money into someone who has starting ability when you already have a starting quarterback. If Jameis gets the suspension and he's out four or five games, it'd be nice to have Kirk Cousins there for four or five games until your franchise quarterback comes off and Kirk Cousins sits on the bench... And then ESPN wonders what the hell's going on with Kirk Cousins in Tampa. It's a stupid idea, and I don't know if you feel the same way. I hope you feel the same way, and if you don't, maybe you can talk some sense into me. 
But I think Kirk Cousins to Tampa is one of the stupidest things I've ever heard, and I, I really just want to shut that shit down. Oh, yeah, that's not going to happen. Um, there, there's no chance that happens. Um, there's, the, there's crazy part, more... the craziest part is that you see it everywhere. I see it three or four times a day, whether it's on Facebook, on Instagram, and, and I got to be honest with you, Facebook Bucks fans are, are a different breed. Oh, it's it's a wasteland out there, man. I don't know what's going on, but I, well, I see no, it a couple it, of times it, it's, a day. It's basically all the 45-year-olds that are just, you know... <laughs> Just pounding away on the computer screen. So there's some good people on um, there. Yeah. Not, 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 oh yeah, don't yeah. let me sit oh, here yeah, and just sure. trash Facebook Bucks fans. But if you guys are listening to the show and and you know, you'll know what I'm talking about. Ed, um, Derek from What the Buck. If you're on here, you know what I'm talking about. Brent Allen from the Pewtercast. If you're on here, you'll know what I'm talking about, man. It, it is, oh, it, it is just, it yeah. is a cesspool of crime and villainy. <laughs> Yeah, but you know, back to the subject. Uh, yeah, Dirk, uh, Dirk Cousins, uh, Dirk Cutter. Yeah, Dirk Cousins. <laughs> um, maybe that is a fit. Who knows? Um, Kirk, Kirk Cousins is not coming to Tampa, uh, no matter how much fans want it. Uh, even though you know, I mean, I haven't seen it as much as you. I have seen some. I'm not gonna lie, but um, he's just not. He's you know, it, you're right. It would be nice um, to to have Kirk Cousins for the first four or five, six games if James Winston would get slapped with a suspension. But my problem is Kirk Cousins is not going to be coming to Tampa Bay for $5 million a year. He's going to be coming to Tampa Bay for $25 million a year. So, you know, that's pointless. When you have a franchise quarterback that you need to pay, it, it would be the I would probably be the stupidest move the Bucks would ever make unless and I'm not trying to start the pot this isn't a rumor at all this isn't what I'm suggesting but unless the, if they sign Cousins or trade Winston they're, they're doing something with Winston if they sign Cousins it won't happen but I'm just saying the only way that they would sign Kirk Cousins is if something is seriously up in that organization, they don't believe James Winston's a guy. Um, that's the only way they sign Kirk Cousins. And you know, then you could you get a lot for James Winston. Um, I ain't gonna lie, but I would still prefer James Winston over Kirk Cousins anyway. So um, yeah, that, that's not Kirk gonna Cousins happen here because he beat us that one time. Oh yeah, well, I just you really know, don't Brett, want him shouting. Always, you like that always... through the uh, locker well, room? Yeah, but yeah, but I mean, it kind of be better after the Bucks, you know, come back from a twenty-four point lead against the Redskins. I mean, I'm just saying, but you know, Red, <laughs> you, you, you gotta stop holding grudges, man. Um, but anyway, yeah, it's, it's, it's not gonna happen, guys. Uh, you know, for all, all you hope, and I, I'm I'm really sorry, uh, but it's just it's it's not it's not gonna happen. There's you know, there's more of a chance the Bucks go out and sign Le'Veon Bell, Tremaine Johnson. Uh, Michael Bennett, Sean Richardson, Ziggy Anza, and then trade up to draft Bradley Chubb and then trade back into the first. Yeah, a lot more things are possible. Um, yeah, honestly, it's more likely, I'll say this, it's more likely that Mike Evans walks in free agency next year than Kirk Cousins signs with Tampa Bay. Yikes. He's not, Mike, Mike Evans isn't going to walk, but it's more likely. You know, I like to believe that as well, and I, I keep saying to myself, the NFL is a crazy place. You know, I think one of the first experiences that I had where 
I was following football, and I had just gotten into football, maybe like a year and a half, two years before. The first big shake-up experience that I had that I did not see coming, and I don't think a lot of people saw it coming at the time. You remember when the Bucks just cleaned house? I mean, Derek Brooks, gone. Uh, Mike yeah. Allstott. Uh, I mean, Mike Allstott from injury, but still, Mike Allstott, gone. All the veterans on the roster, gone. It was a crazy time. And that was the first time I, I really was able to say, wow, you know, anything can happen. And that's, I think that's when I first realized that you've mentioned this before, and not a lot of people like to like to think of it like this but the nfl whether we like it or not is a business the game of football is a business and business has to happen and a lot of times there isn't things we can do about it but that's free agency i mean there's things there's things you're gonna like there's things you're gonna like things you're gonna not at the end of the day you gotta think this is you know you have to think about the player you know you go to work every day right we we all go to school we all go to school. It's their job. <laughs> this is their job. Your job is whatever. My job is whatever. You know, your father's job's whatever. My father's job's whatever. Their job is to play football. You know, if you were, you know, everybody says, "Oh, why'd you leave, man? You're you're a snake for doing that." You know, the Kevin Durant situation—that's different. The Thunder. Yeah, I was about to Kevin say you Durant, can't you can't try and thing. try and excuse KD from what happened there. Let's, oh no no no, let's, I'm not let's, because. No, no, Fake no, because the, 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 the Thunder were the exact, were almost as good, if not better, than the Warriors, and they're often the same amount of money. Yeah, no. Um, you know, but I'm just saying, like, if, like, Le'Veon Bell leave, everybody, you know, I saw a couple in a group chat, like, man, he'd be a snake for that if he'd leave Pittsburgh. No, he wouldn't. If, if honestly, more money. Rhett, yeah, yeah, Rhett, if, if, honestly, if whatever you work, Let's say you make, you know, I don't know, but let's say you make $15 an hour. If some other company, if, oh, oh, okay, you wish you made $15 an hour, it sounds like. Um, Almost there, almost there. If some other company came in and say, hey, guess what? You can work, you can work the same hours and everything, but we'll pay you $20 an hour. You take it. Oh, yeah. you, you do because you have a family you have you know you, you have a, a house in the player's case you have a nice very nice house you have a very nice car um, you you have to you know you have to do what you have to do and I don't fault I don't fault any player for going out and signing a free agency um, unless it's like Kevin Durant move then that's ridiculous <laughs> do you think we have like a do you think we have a Kevin Durant in the NFL mmm no, not necessarily because one player isn't going to make or break a championship, in my opinion. That's true. Um, because the NFL, the NFL is twenty-two starters. You know, if twenty-four, if you want to include special teams, and the NBA is five. So I, I think it's much easier to build a team and win. And if you get one player in the NBA, you'll be instantly good. Rather than if you get one great player in the NFL. You might be better, but you won't be instantly like that much better. I know this is a Bucks podcast, but guys, if you're not watching the NBA, now is the time. I mean, we're getting closer. Sixers, and, baby. We're getting closer and closer to the playoffs. Everything's shaping up. You've got your leaders. You've got your losers. And, and I mean, let's talk about the Cavs real quick, okay? The explosion 
That wasn't Wait a, a shakedown. Minute, this is a Bucks podcast. What are you talking about? The let's Cavs not talk about the Cavs for a minute. But let's just highlight. Let's what's just talk going about on. the Milwaukee Bucks. Okay. Let's just talk okay. about the Milwaukee right. Bucks. So <laughs> we won't talk about the Cavs, but I am going to ask you this. And if you guys are listening, whether it's on YouTube, iTunes, whatever. Uh, well, YouTube or iTunes, because that's really the only place you can find us right now. Oh, wink, wink. soon though. Wink, wink. But um, if you guys are listening right now, here is the question I'm going to pose to you, and then we're going to talk about one more point and probably close out the show. Do you think LeBron and the Cleveland Cavaliers are going to make it to the finals this year? No, no, I I don't. I I think the Celtics are probably going to end up there. Um, I said, actually, I said right after the Kyrie Irving, Isaiah Thomas trade, I said that the, I said that the Warriors were going to beat the Celtics in five games to win a title. So, um, I think, I think the Celtics and the Cavs will both be, I think they'll both be in the Eastern Conference final, but I think the Celtics will end up beating the Cavs in the Eastern Conference final and then end up losing to the Warriors. Just what I think. Okay. We'll see what happens. You guys, if you're listening, make sure you leave some feedback. Let us know. And if there's anything else from the show that you do want to talk about, make sure you comment below, and we'll make sure we can uh, touch on those points the best we can. Now, unless it's like a unless it's like Olympic curling, then, then yeah. we, we don't. Yeah, we don't I mean, I, I haven't really been watching the Winter Olympics. I know, um, I know that you I watched the really summer been ones, kicking so. ass in the snowboarding division, though. Yeah, Sean White, man. Was, Sean White. What was, was the name incredible. of that little? Um, Oh, uh, Chloe Kim. Chloe I Kim. I heard she was uh, yeah, kicking seventeen year old. Yeah, definitely. So go USA. Let's get back to the Bucks here. It's going to be the last thing we talk about before we do close out the show. As previously mentioned, some bigger Bucks news over the past week: the Buccaneers finally making some moves on the coaching roster. Defensive line coach Jay Hayes has been fired, and if you did not know, the Bucks finished with twenty-two sacks last year, the last in the NFL. Four sacks. Jay Hayes obviously not doing his job. If you're going to start, find the problem and fix it, and that's what they're trying to do here. Now, really quick, man, I got to say, the Bucks have always had a thing for firing coaches really late at night. Uh, I mean, mm-hmm. Jay Hayes, he got fired at, what, 1.32 in the morning? That's that's when it I was, had it first was found out. Pewter Report had broken that story, and I got the text around – I was in bed, probably around twelve forty or so. Yeah. So I, I had to get up. I had to get up, make a graphic for the page, and then post it. <laughs> I was like, "Oh my god!" Well, but apparently, apparently Hayes knew, and everybody else in the office knew that he was fired last week. They just didn't announce. They didn't let anyone know. Like nobody knew until Saturday night late. So Hay- Hayes knew as well. Hayes knew, but yeah, it wasn't leaked until a week after. Wow. Must have been a uh, must have been a shitty week if you're Jay Hayes. Let's be honest here, man. Must have been the longest yeah, yeah. week of your life. Speaking of longest week of your life, Doug Martin. The Bucks did announce that they are not going to be moving forward with Doug Martin next season, and now they have a decision to make. A roster cut's kind of coming up here. It's going to happen. Don't know when it's going to happen, but it's going to happen. Doug Martin not going to be here, man. It's yeah, gonna, well, you know, it's not really a surprise, but it is going to be different. Uh, that's, it, that's, that's for sure. I mean, it's like you said, it's not a surprise. I'm not, I'm not super sad that he's leaving. I know hopefully he can go to another team and do some good and finish out his NFL career. He still has a lot of life left. But it's going to be weird because 
whether we mm. like it or not, he's been on the Buck roster longer than, like, if you really think about it, he's kind of been here for a while. You know, he's really yeah. settled in. Yeah. You go to the games, you see a lot of Doug Martin jerseys. I've met the guy a couple of times. He's a cool guy to talk to. You have a he's picture really of him. little. He's really small. What were you saying? <laughs> you have a picture with him, don't you? Yeah, I had a picture with him, and I got him to sign it with his finger. It was on Snapchat. But That's... it's going to be weird not having him here. Obviously, he couldn't produce, but I don't know. Yeah. If he gets another yeah, job anywhere then... else, it's going to be really, really funny to see him in another NFL uniform. Yeah, I mean, you know, he hasn't been cut yet, but, you know, everyone expects it uh, unless something very unexpected um, happens. I mean, I mean, very, um, you know, everyone's pretty. Yeah, I mean, then I think you should give him a shot. Um, But uh, I mean, why not? I don't see why not. You know, you know, he he all of a sudden he all of a sudden, you know, has a third leg. You know, I think he really deserves a shot if you. Oh, you're able to go through I that. mean, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I think you know <laughs> Doug Martin. He's a good guy. I think he's a good guy regardless. Um, but maybe if he had the Hawks' power and like Flash's speed, I think we might be on to something. But um, you know, I hope he. I hope he goes to a team and does well, just not well against the Bucks. Um, you know, I, I hope because I you know he's been one of my favorite players. Excuse me, uh, one of my favorite players, and you know just. Um, it, it's tough. It really is. I mean, he hasn't been cut yet. It's not official. Um, but you know, pretty much, uh, Pewter Report, who has a, a a pretty good pulse, probably the best pulse of any Bucks uh, reporters, are pretty are saying he's. They're expected to move on, and uh, the Bucks are also. They're expected to be in the free agent market for a running back. Also. Uh, in the draft, but but we'll catch on that probably in the next episode. Um, so, uh, yeah, but Doug Martin, it is going to be weird. It, it definitely is because, I mean, he's been with the team since 2012. So, I mean, he's been here six years. So, when you know somebody for six years and you've, you've seen him, you've watched the press conferences, you've seen him, you know, 16 times in the fall or, you know, maybe more than that preseason-wise and stuff. And it, it is going to be weird, definitely. Now, Ladies and gentlemen, this is going to be the last thing we talk about. It's not going to be super long. If you hadn't noticed, the episode that we recorded last with uh, Captain Jack was before the Super Bowl, and Captain Jack actually did say that Philly has a really good chance, if anyone, to beat the Pats, and that's exactly what they did. And that's the farthest I'm going to go into the subject, because Philly won the Super Bowl, Mm. and Philly sucks. I hate hate the Eagles. (laughs) Philly doesn't suck, but I I, I just... Anyone but the Eagles. Jesus Christ. I mean... (laughs) I really wouldn't have minded the Pats it, because you no, see I them like there the all Patriots. the time. It, it's a routine. <laughs> it's like, all right, the Pats are in the Super Bowl. Let's get this done. Tom Brady, the greatest quarterback of all time. You can't sit here and try and say anyone else is at this point. They went in there and they lost against the Eagles. That doesn't really tarnish any of their legacies. You look at Bill no. Belichick as a coach, still has seven rings, still doing his thing, and I really think he's going to come back next year and be hungry to get one more because – I think, yeah, they're going to the Super Bowl again next year. I think they will, too. And here's the thing, though. If they go to the Super Bowl next year, I think he's going to retire because Josh McDaniels had to come back for a reason. Yep. And, you know, if Belichick retires, Brady retires, too. So I think this will both be their last years. But Philly won the Super Bowl. Yuck. And that's the way it is. So hopefully the Bucs can win the Super Bowl next year. 
And we'll have something better to talk about a year from now. But ladies and gentlemen, that's just about going to do it for this episode of the Cannon Fire Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. If you catch us on YouTube or iTunes, let us know. Leave a five-star review on iTunes. Costs you nothing and makes us very happy. Also promotes the page. If you're on YouTube, leave a thumbs up, hit subscribe, and leave a comment below like we said before. Comment on some of the points we talked about during the show, and we will make sure we can get back to you on the next episode or Instagram or whatever it is. Speaking of Instagram, if you haven't already, follow us on Instagram, Cannon Fire Podcast. And last but not least, go check out PewterReport.com, the official partner of the Cannon Fire Podcast. Great things going on over there. Trevor Sikama, Mark Cook, great people over there. All guys we've had on the show before. We got to get, um, oh my God. Scott Reynolds. We got to get Scott Reynolds on the show. We need to get oh, the yeah. trifecta. You know, the, yeah. uh,. Maybe have maybe have all three. So we just I was about to say that. Maybe have so all three. It'll be definitely be a, uh, an open open table discussion. It'll be cool. You know what? Uh, <laughs> let's see if we can make that happen. Let's. You're definitely the communications guy with them. Um, so maybe pitch the idea. See if anyone does want to come on, and then we'll we'll go from there. But as previously stated, ladies and gentlemen, that's just about going to do it for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. Hope you guys have a great rest of your week. Remember that Philly sucks and the Bucks <laughs> do not. Have a great rest of your week. Go Bucks. These days, work is in trouble. We've outsourced most of our manufacturing to other countries. And with that, we sent away good jobs and our capability to make things. American Giant is a clothing company that's pushing back against this tide. They make all kinds of high-quality clothing and activewear, like sweatshirts, jeans, dresses, jackets, and so much more, right here in the USA. So when you buy American Giant, you create jobs in towns and cities across the country. And jobs bring pride, purpose. They stitch people together. If all that sounds good to you, visit American-Giant.com and get 20% off your first order when you use code STAPLE20 at checkout. That's 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com with promo code STAPLE20.